tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. All right, well, that's my cue. Or P. Or, or, or P, or Q, or S, T, U, V. Maybe it's a two. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. You're not? I mean, well, kind of. Where'd my soda go? It's an illusion. Glued right, to my ladies. pants. Yes, the soda is glued to the pants. That was the answer to the trivia question we asked last week. So if you want to know what the question was, you got to go listen to last week's episode. And uh, Listen to it several like, times. Yes, yes, it's in there. Yeah. It's in there. We get paid so, every time you watch it. So please, watch it. Watch it many times. Tell hey. your grandmother. <laughs> Teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Hmm. All right. Essential well, grandma skill. Oh, it is. It is. Definitely. Grandma sex. Um, grandma. <laughs> oh, that was such a good game when we were kids, Grandma Sex. Oh, I know. I couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> You'll get caught up in the Grandma Sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, with an intro like that, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching none other than the horror masterpiece Scream 3. That's sarcasm I hear? Never. Neither is that. Or that. Or that. Or that. Or that. That last one may have been a little sarcastic, though. Scream 3 is... um, I haven't seen seen Scream 3 in probably 20 years. Scream 3 is one of those movies where (laughs) (laughs) yep there you go oh it looked like there was a a living sock on my television screen there's a really that's a really good way to put it scream three is one of those movies that (laughs) you know you have the first one which makes sense it's it's excellent it's great it is you have you know the the kid who's getting revenge because sydney's mom broke up his family And then the second one, it's his mother who's out for revenge because Sydney killed her son. Which still kind of makes sense. Yeah, but I felt on in this one, which of course we'll talk about it as we watch it, but the, they really started to reach to get a story out of this one. Well, I can't even say that I remember it. So, it's, Well, that's okay. And when I say 20 years, it wasn't 20 years. I think I watched all of the screams when Scream 4 came, was coming out. Okay, so a few years back. I mean, 10 years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, Scream, whenever Scream 4 came out. Scream 4 came out in like t- 2011. It came out in 98. <laughs> it came out in 91. This one came out in Scream. 2000. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of crazy to think of that that it's it came out in two thousand. I'm like, that's twenty. What is that? That's twenty one years ago. Very good. That's that's nuts. The two thousand was twenty one years ago. Yeah. Kids kids that were born when the trade centers were hit are able to drink. That's yeah. crazy. Anyway, enough of that. 
joyous conversation. Uh, that prattling on. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, uh, we don't give a fuck how you're watching it. If you're watching it, if you're listening to it, I don't care if you have a braille version of the script and you're following along with your pudgy little fingers. We don't care. We're watching it on my 100% legally obtained copy of the movie disc, the laser disc, (laughs) the VHS. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I'm just rambling here. Time killer, time killer. (laughs) Fuck, Grandma. Did you just hear it? What? I played it for you. No. Well, that's okay. Everybody else heard it. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Great. Now I'm not in the click. This is horse shit. (laughs) All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, that's becoming my catchphrase. Press play with us on three, two, not yet. One, three, two, one, go. My mind's taking a little while. To yeah, you, you say three, two, one, go, and then it takes you an additional five uh, seconds to hit play. <laughs> All right, Dimension Films, as if, as if we haven't seen that before. Dementia Films. Ho. Oh, big hoe. Big old hoe. And then a, 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 a Woolwood. Woolwood. Woo. Woo. Ho, woo. The ladies that followed Ric Flair around. The woo hoes. <laughs> All right, so screen three opens up. We're in Hollywood. In traffic. With Cotton, Sabretooth. Yes. Nationally syndicated talk show to do a cameo in some cheap slasher flick. So, so now he's an actor. He's an ex-con. Now he's an actor. Yes. That's like typically most actors. How it go- yeah, that's typically how it goes. My brother's an actor now. Oh, yeah. Big, big time movies. Oh, yeah. Who are you calling? Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I have the wrong number. That's okay. Wait a minute. I know you're wrong number. So Cotton's in traffic and he gets a phone call from Lady. Lady. On his on his cell phone that looks like a walkie-talkie. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's even got like the charging thing on the bottom. Yeah, totally looks like a fucking walkie-talkie with, like, a thick antenna. And he's got somebody on the other line because he also has a car phone. Anybody out there ever owned a car phone, tell us. I never owned – my parents never had one. No, my parents had a hatchback. My dad had a cell phone, but it was for emergencies only, and it was a really big boxy one from the 90s, and there was never an emergency urgent enough that my dad used it or allowed anybody else in the family to use it. (laughs) And then when my brother started going out as a teenager, he was like, be sure to take the cell phone. (laughs) So he'd make my brother take this big boxy ass fucking like, like a Magnavox fucking cell phone. Your dad only used it for 900 numbers. Oh, of course. Somehow your mom always picked up Oh, I know. She had one, too. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, Cotton is on his, uh, he's on his walkie-talkie. Girlfriend lives and, and dies. Where's Maureen's daughter, Sydney? 
Prescott is. It's pretty impressive that they always have a really good voice-changing device. And it always it always sounds the same. Yeah. So this person, the killer, called Cotton and said, if you don't tell me where uh, Sydney is, I'm going to kill your girlfriend. So now Cotton rams the car in front of him and drives away to downtown Hollywood. Yep, this exit. God, he was so lucky that he was right there. Yeah, right at the not exit. Any, not anywhere else on the freeway. Mm-hmm. 100% Cotton. I love how he's like a fucking big time guy now. It's yeah. not like he's like some like low rank fucking movie star. He's got billboards. Yeah. All right. Now, girlfriend gets out of the shower. Hair completely dry. Yep. Naturally. Towel comes off, implying that she's nude. Unless she was wearing a very short, shorted sweatsuit. A shorty, <gasps> short, short. And the phone line has been cut. And a yep. Tyrannosaurus has eaten the clock! Oh, no. I hate when that happens. Call Dr. Grant. Yes. 911 took forever to come out. Yeah. Like, way too long. Oh, yeah. Listen to that fucking 2000 music. Cotton, is that you? It's Creed. It's Cotton. That's Scott Stapp singing. Yeah, that's Creed. Oh, yeah, man. Welcome to the 2000s. Wes Craven filmed three different endings and didn't tell the cast which one he was going to use. Ooh, that's smart. Probably learned from the second one when he had to reshoot the entire fucking thing because somebody leaked it all out. Yeah. Okay, Cotton. You know I don't like. <laughs> all right, Cotton. You know I don't like Creed. <laughs> you know I don't like your Creed music. Yeah. The shit out of me. Never believe what just happened to me. What are you talking about? Wow. He's very, very convincing to sound like her boyfriend. Yeah, that's a great voice changer. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in the world, unless they were a professional voice actor, that could mimic my wife's voice to the point where I would think that I would think it was my wife. Mm hmm. Everybody has such hollow doors. Yeah, he stabs the knife right through it. <laughs> Jesus. Either the doors are ridiculously hollow or they are ridiculously strong. Yeah. Because that's impressive. Christine? She's like, oh, I feel like I've been here before. Christine, I'm home. His white suit. 
Yeah, right. Epidemic road rage in Los Angeles. Innocent commuters. Well, he doesn't want to wear black because he's a he, he's cotton. His name's Cotton. Cocken. Cocken. Cocken balls. <laughs> Hello, my name's Balls. Cocken balls. Road rage. So in the opening scene here, uh, yes. Liv Schreiber insisted that Cotton should remove his jacket because he'd been working out a lot and wanted to show off his physique. That's funny. There you go. Jacket just came off. It seems natural to take it off for like, you know maneuverability, but then at the same time, it seems unnatural to take it off. Like, why waste your time taking your shirt off? Yeah. But you totally, totally want the killer to be like, wow, this guy's been working out. This guy's getting as big as Sabretooth. <laughs> if I didn't know any better, I'd swear they were brothers. <laughs> I'd swear they were lovers. <laughs> Chris? Grandma always loved Sabretooth. Grandma always did love her saber tooth. <laughs> like it's a kitchen appliance? Yes. All right, so now Cotton breaks down the door to his office and his girlfriend comes in with an iron iron swinging for the fences. Hey, Chris. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Now she's she thinks he's the one who attacked her. Right. Kill me. What are you talking about? Yeah, shiny he's getting. <laughs> he's getting very very Vaseline. Wow. I love how she fucking nails him in the fucking head with a with a golf club. And he's still coherent. Yeah, <laughs> that could possibly kill you. Yeah. I don't know how it would knock you the fuck out. Oh, once again, Ghostface taken down. Yep, so he stabbed the girlfriend. Oh, the girlfriend's dead, and now Cotton is also dead. Yep. It was a simple game, Cotton. You should have told me where Sydney was. Now, you lose. I love how it's 21 years later. And they still don't have that device. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I find it very, very interesting that, like, Ghostface can take quite a beating. Like, he's just a regular person. Yeah. But he takes... Oh, that's a Lanier IEI keypad. Two one two. Mm-hmm. I, have those, I have those at work. <laughs> when you know too much about your job. Um. Anyway, Ghostface takes like quite a beating. Like Cotton kind of throws him around and then drops the bookcase on him, and like Ghostface just gets up. Yeah. Yeah, he can take a lot for a normal boy. Yes. For a, yeah, he's not a large boy. No, he's he's an average boy. Average boy. 
But anyway, we're seeing uh, Sydney now in her yeah. house. And it's like super secure. Yep. And she's a, a crisis hotline lass. <laughs> oh, lass. She also has a dog. Oh, interesting. Throughout the film, Sydney can be seen wearing the Greek letters around her neck that were given to her by her boyfriend, Derek, in Scream 2, shortly before he was killed. I mean, I'm assuming it was before he was killed, because it'd be weird if he gave her a gift post-mortem. He came back from the grave. <laughs> I'm back from the grave to give you these. <laughs> He's like Jacob Marley with the chains. With the chains. <laughs> I've come to warn you, Scrooge. In, in life, I was your partner. She's like, I know, I know. It's only been like 20 minutes. Tonight you'll be visited by three spirits. By three ghost faces. <laughs> so you're saying that we should be ready to go out and cut each other's throats because that's what you did? <laughs> Metaphorically, yes. Well, tell me, Miss Weathers, was it worth it? All right, so now, so now Gail Weathers is, what's she giving on? She's giving a lecture. Oh, there you go, lecture. Couldn't get the word. Thank you. A lecture for aspiring uh, newscasters, journalists, something like that? Yeah, something like that. News people. Newsies. Newsmen. Joel Osteen tells her that Cotton's been murdered. Joel Osteen? Uh, that's what he looks like. Oh, God. He's just pocketing money left and right from people. <laughs> I'll have the biggest church! <laughs> oh, what a cocksucker. With his picture of Britney Spears. <laughs> She's like, huh. This is this is Britney Spears. Where did you get this? Somebody put it in the donation plate. <laughs> so I killed them. All right. So so Cotton's been murdered, and whoever murdered him left a picture of Sydney's mom. Yes. And now Sydney has the news on, and now she's getting wind of it while she's feeding her dog Purina. Product placement. <laughs> Wow, that's cool. The house used during the climax in this movie where most of the killing takes place is the same house used as a school in Halloween H2O. Yes, I read that. That is really, really fucking neat. I mean, it makes sense because it's the same company, isn't it? Yeah, Dimension. Yeah. All right, so they're filming Stab 3. Wes Craven really loves the movie within a movie thing. I guess so. He did it with New Nightmare. He did it with Scream 2. And now Scream 3. Now Scream 3. This is not the kind of news this studio's after. So if we stop making scary movies, what, uh, all the psychos in the world will retire? Come on. I've been making horror movies for 30 years and never had a psycho problem. He was your guy. There's Bishop from uh, Aliens. Oh, I thought you meant X-Men. Detective. Yes, that is Bishop from X-Men. He's just white now. He called stab. He was stabbed. Probably 
some psycho fan pissed off they killed Randy and stabbed too. Well, Tyson, that'd make you next, wouldn't it? I am not a Randy substitute. I'm my own captain. Well, there's Bishop. Ricky, you just have the video store. Is that, is that Jenny McCarthy? Hey. That looks like her. Prescott? I mean, what the yeah, hell? I mean, the mustache is dead on. I know. <laughs> so these are the the actors playing the, the characters. Role, yeah. In Scream 2. We are not in any danger, says Candy. Right? Um, oh, no. Three. Because they're filming, they're filming Stab 3. It's all business now. Yes, they're filming Stab 3. But the set that they're on is from the end of Scream 1. 1. Yeah. So that's weird. Did they ever make a Stab 2? Uh... I don't know. Weird. Because obviously in part one, there's no stab movie. Right. Part two is stab one, which is based off scream one. Here's yep. the ketchup, ketchup mustard lady. Oh, yeah. Look at that. She's like I am, the ketchup, I am the ketchup mustard lady. Mustard man, man, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> look, even the lady, sign in the background is lady mustard. Yellow What's and that? red. Yeah. Sign back there, and then there was a yellow ladder in the background. Oh my god! Uh, listen, I, I, I know we've never met, and I, I don't mind you never returning my. Is that David, Putty? It's David Putty. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands there, like completely still. His hand didn't even move. He's just he's, like waiting for cue. He's always the same. Like, yeah. No matter he what just, he's in, he's Putty. Yeah, he just plays himself. Yeah. But being single, that's a pretty good fallback. Gives me more time for my work. After all, Gail Weathers, you're such a complex character. Oh, and to be played by an actress with such depth and range. Uh, Jennifer, Nick said you wanted to. Gail. Oh, it's Do. Doobie? Oh. Doobie. Doobie, doobie, doo. Duty. Someone dies and Gail comes running. I appreciate my character work in this one. Someone's helped me understand. I feel like the chemistry that they have was probably amazing to watch them film. Like mm-hmm. being like boyfriend and girlfriend and then getting married and stuff like that. Yeah. Like to play off of each other and really just, I don't know. I feel like you'd be able to act with your significant other, other so much better than anybody else. Yeah. Now, I believe they got married right before they started filming this one. Yeah. So, so they, they uh, were married they at this met- point. They met on Scream 2, dated on Scream 3, and got married right before they started filming this. And they cut the honeymoon short to film Scream 3. This is Scream 3. I know, that's what I'm you, saying. Well, no, you said they dated during Scream 3. No. They yeah. dated during Scream 2 and got married. Yeah, that, there, right yeah now you three. got it. Now you got it. Shut up, Michael. Before you didn't say it right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, press pause and go backwards. Don't. Don't you know, we're not pressing pause, but we just want you to go back. You press pause on your movie right now, then go back like 20 seconds. Now it's probably a minute. And listen to what I said, just to prove that idiot wrong. Yep, yeah, prove that he didn't say it right. So do it right now. <laughs> right now, just to... We'll wait. We'll wait. Yep. So 
They met on screen two, dated on screen three, and got married right before they started filming this. And they cut the honeymoon short to film screen three. This is screen three. Okay, and there you have it. I told you 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 didn't say it right. (laughs) (laughs) And I will put it in there. (laughs) Dewey looks like he's got a mouthful of gum. Does he have a mouthful of gum? Maybe he's Tom Araya. He's about to sing. Yes. He got stung by a ladybug. (laughs) I like how she's like, could I be more popular? Like, uh, I don't know. You're a pretty big deal. Yeah. All right, so they have Gail taken off the set. Because she's press. So when um when I was working with uh, Dark Hills Events, oh, it's Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, look at that cameo. Yep. Connie John. That's funny. Uh huh. That's great. I didn't know that. I couldn't couldn't remember that they had a fucking cameo in this. Yeah. Um, when I was working with Dark Hills Events, we had a, we did a Scream event, and the guy that played Dewey was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. And he wasn't even, like, an actor. It was a friend of ours, and he was, he knocked it out of the park. It was perfect. Why do you have so many secrets? maybe it's time you came out. All right, so... Now she's arguing with dad in front of a bowl of fake fruit. Yeah. Dad is odd looking. He, yeah. He's got weird lips. And his head shaped like a vertical head. lemon. A ver- vertical lemon. He reminds me of a character that was always cartooned in Animaniacs. And it was like an he was like an old school actor, but I never knew who the actor was. And he had like really big lips. He was white though, and like kind of like sad, saggy eyes, almost like uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh, okay. Yeah, very weird. Anybody old out there? Saggy eyes. Old, old saggy semi. <laughs> Nev Campbell's contract allowed her to be on set for just twenty days which is why Sydney has less screen time than in other films. As a, revolt, as a result of her role being reduced, more emphasis was put on supporting characters. Huh. Oh. Oh, so now she's, she's seeing her ma. Her ma. Her ma. <laughs> her ma. And she's... I don't know, she's... By the way she's moving, it looks like she was playing with her pussy. Oh, uh, well, maybe she was. That very... Oh shit, mom's at the window. That's a that's a weird scene. It's like Jason. Mother needs to talk to you. <laughs> Mother needs to touch your nipples. <laughs> It's it's a very out of place scene for Scream. 
Yeah. Hey, that's the character. Is that who you were thinking of? That's exactly who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Doesn't uh, that look like the dad? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you found that picture. I had that picture already because I was trying to figure out who he was one day. Who is it? I don't know. Oh. I don't know who he's supposed to be. He looks like he'd be like Frank Sinatra or one of the Rat Pack or something. Right. <clears throat> Darling one. All right. So Sydney had a <clears throat> nightmare or a hallucination about her mother. And now we're back at the movie studio. Yep. And Gary McCarthy is here to do something. Oh, God, Gary. John Lennon. Yes. Look at that big screen face. I was just about to say, look at the size of that. When's someone going to put that on? Yeah, right? It's stab, stab face. Yeah, it's not screen. The mouth was smaller. Oh, they they make the mouth smaller on the stab man. Yes, stab man. Stab man. (laughs) Bill Stabman. All right, so she was called down to the studio to go over rewrites with somebody. Bishop. Bishop. Scissor. Scissor head. Bishop scissor head. <laughs> those, those scissors look like the scissors in the movie Us. I don't know it. Ooh, it's a really good movie. It's new. Oh. Well, this was Scott Foley's featured film debut. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, he's related to Mick Foley. Right, the less important of the Foley's. Right. The Foley faction. All right, so she ran into uh, Edward Scissorhead. Yep, and now she's going to steal a trophy. (laughs) To make herself feel better. Wow, look how chintzy those trophies are that they hand out. She dropped it on carpet and it broke. Yeah, head snapped right off. What did this look like? It's like pewter. Director's office. Sarah, it's Roman. Uh, I'm sorry I'm running late. I'm still on the 405. I'm about 10 minutes away. Well, it's no problem. I'm just looking at your music video awards. I'm just scotch taping your award back together. I'm sure you'll never notice. Just tapes it together. You're not happy with your part. I'm not happy that I'm 35 playing a 21-year-old. I'm not happy that I have to die naked. I'm not happy that my character is too stupid to have a gun in the house after her boyfriend's been cut into fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Fish sticks? Okay. Fish sticks. Fish sticks. How do you cut someone into fish sticks? I don't know. I feel that they would have to be made of fish in order to do that. <laughs> yeah. Are they, like, breaded? <laughs> ring, ring. They're, part, they're a merman. Oh. Okay. So she says the shower thing's been done, and then she references Vertigo, which is an Alfred Hitchcock movie, but she's yes. she means to reference Psycho. Psycho. <laughs> Who is this? I think you have the wrong number. But you know my favorite name? I'm hanging up right now. It's Sarah. Roman. So she's reading over the script with the director on the phone. Well, she thinks it's the she director. She thinks it's the director. How the fuck are we supposed to learn our 
It's not just a new script, it's a new movie. What? What movie? My movie. And it's called Sarah Gets Cured Like a Fucking Pig. Oh, that's a lengthy title for a movie. That is, that'll never stick. No. I'm going to the movies tonight. What are you going to see? Sarah gets killed like a... Sarah gets gutted like a fucking pig. Sarah gets cut into fish sticks. Like a gutted pig. Fuck, fuck, fuck. She went to turn off the light, but those were emergency switches and have with a special key. <laughs> and then she's like, shit. Alright, so Ghost... Ghostman was on the phone. Ghostman. And now she's, she's in, uh, she's in, in the wardrobe design. area. Yeah. yeah. So she's hiding amongst all the ghost face. And she just called the studio. Mr. Bridger? And she's getting locked in. Oh, and one of the costumes starts to move. Yep. And so Ghostface was hiding in the costumes. Now he has wheeled her into the prop room. And she's got rubber knives. <laughs> <laughs> and a fake machete. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. The machete just bends. Now she's got an axe. Oh, God. He punches her through a pane, through a glass door, and then stabs her in the back. And she's dead. And she's dead. So, what are we at? Two, three kills. Girlfriend, Cotton, and her Blondie. Yeah. Three Gary. kills. Weary? Mary? Gary. Oh, Gary. McCarthy. Yes, Gary is dead. I leave Woodsboro. It's the only place that's real. But now you're here. Not with me. Right, Gail and Tippy. What's his name? Buster. Buster. Gail and Buster are out to lunch. Dave and Buster. At Dave and Buster's. Work for a month. LA forever. And they're arguing again over Gail portraying things in the media. Just... Yes. It didn't work, do we? We tried. We're different. I used to say that was our strength. Yeah, doofy. Here you go. All right, so they had a relationship, and it didn't work because they're you know, too different. Gail said. All of what, Dewey? You do know something, don't you? Off the record. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm t- off the record. I'm an idiot. The research. Gets broken into. The file room gets ransacked. Someone stole Sid's file? 
<clears throat> All right, so we just got some bullshit conversation here at the. Somebody had broken into shop. the file room and to try and steal Sydney's file. Masturbated all over the light bulbs. Oh, God. So then when they turn them on, it gets hot and then starts to burn and then you smell burnt cum and sizzles. Uh, yeah. The sizzle reel. The sizzle reel. Probably so, like, wow, look at all these people with cell phones. Well, it's 2000. Yeah. Dewey is now completely rehabbed, by the way. He's not gimpy or lame anymore. No more flipper. No, he's got a little bit of a gimp. Oh, okay. A limpy gimp. Jennifer, settle down. What happened? I'm with him. You. Like I'm ever going to win an award playing you. There's been a second murder. (laughs) There's been a second murder. murder. (laughs) (laughs) Wants to know where Cotton Weary, Sarah Darling. Don't Who is that? Michael Jackson? Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm never gonna make it plain. You, girl. <laughs> she prints. <laughs> you too. Take the script, Shimona. <laughs> <laughs> So they're at they're at the house of the actress who's going to play Gail. Gail. Kind of looks like the Tate Manson house. Yeah, it does. And Dewey lives out back in a little trailer. Yeah, in an airstream. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, because he makes her feel safe. So concerned with pretensions and appearances. He's her Dwayne Johnson. It's retarded. Stop. <laughs> I'm headed to the crime scene. Stay by Jennifer's side. I suggest a search of the grounds. Hey, do drop. Can I have a word. Hey, do drop. I'm <laughs> Julia Roberts, Simon Rushdie, Posh Spice, you are the Hollywood hanger-on, because uh, you're just no good as a cop anymore. Your resume reads like the obituary, so how about you take suggestions from me? I... Whatever you say. <laughs> That's great. Wow, that one girl had very wide-set eyes. Like a fucking hammerhead. That's Sydney's mom. Sydney's mom is a hammerhead. <laughs> Alright, so now Joel Osteen and his little Jewish partner. Yeah. Or General Ben Affleck. Or, uh, oh, what's that? Ben Stiller. Fucking, ben Stiller. There you go. It's like that fucking asshole <laughs> I was, that I hate. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Yeah. So they found another picture of Sydney's mom at the next murder. There's big old stab head again. Yep, Stabman. Min Stabman. Uh, and washed up Dewey the cop comes up. And besides, the producers told us that there are three different versions of the scripts and they're about trying to keep the ending off the internet. You should know that. You're the technical advisor, right? 
So they're kind of making fun of Scream. Yep. Saying how there's three different scripts to try and keep the ending from being given away online, which happened with Scream 2. At Jenny McCarthy, at around the 24-minute mark, Jenny McCarthy, who was 27 years old at the time, played a 35-year-old who complains about having to play a 21-year-old. <laughs> Do you think this wasn't a message? Roman Bridger. Oh. What? That's it. If it was a message, I doubt that they would try to tape it back together. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, wrong message. Yeah. With you. I wanted to send a message in a bottle. Roommate answered the phone, says it was you. Wait a minute. No, no. I never called her. I never told her to go anywhere. Roommate says she knows your voice, Mr. Bridger. Well, she wasn't speaking with now this guy, the the Ghostface is a great voice actor. Yeah, he can he can impersonate anybody. He's like yeah. you, almost. Someone wants to kill my movie. Living, living sock. Yes, someone wants to be a living sock. <laughs> All right, so the police think it's the director. Yes. And now Joel Osteen borrows Dewey's cell phone and then just walks away with it. Yeah. He's like, you got a cell phone I can borrow? And he's like, sure. It's like, thanks. And then leaves. <laughs> leaves. That would never work. That would never fly. Be like, hey, where are you going with my phone? Yeah. Hey, well, whatever it is, you can tell me. Oh, my God. I've killed someone, Laura. Are you sure? Uh- well, then you shouldn't be on the crisis hotline. You might want to call 911. <laughs> so a lady called Sydney's hotline and said she killed somebody. Yes. And it's really the killer. Oh, and it's coming from home. It's coming from inside the house. So mom is calling from beyond the grave. Yes. How did you get this number? Who is this? You know your mother's voice when you hear it. Now turn on the news. Kill for mother. <laughs> turn on the news. She turns on the TV and it's a worm growing through dirt. I said the news. Sydney's got her fucking 38 special. Yeah, could we get a smaller gun to defend ourselves? It just seems like such an like it doesn't seem like a popular consumer gun in 2000. Yeah. Like I don't know, I feel like most people are like, oh yeah, I have like a 22 or a or a 45 or a 9mm. Right? Would that be the the general like go to if you're like I need a gun? Yeah, probably. I mean, okay. I mean, you're the gun guy, so I don't know. I'm just saying it just seems like weird that it's like I need a gun for self defense, and they're like 38 special. Yeah, like the really, especially the 
kind of revolver too. It's like like an old scaring you surface revolver. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she'd probably have like a nine millimeter or something. That's that's what all the all the kids are carrying now. Like that's probably what like somebody that owns a gun shop would sell somebody. Dewey saves the day. Yeah. You know, if you're like, uh I'm looking for a gun for home protection, and they're like, Well, do you need a you want a shotgun or this or that? And they're like, I, I don't know. I just I just need something small. But 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 they could stop somebody. I just I don't think they'd be like, all right, first time gun owner here, I'll give you this. Yeah. Unless he's, unless he's like really old and he's got a hard on for revolvers. Unless he's got a hard on. <laughs> he just points at it in the gun case with his dick. <laughs> How do you like that one? <laughs> it's like, oh, Maybe a little bit bigger. And he's like, no, I was talking about the gun, not my penis. <laughs> my wife just walked past. My wife's naked, everybody. Up here. Oh, the car's still running, too. Can you run out and turn off the Camry? Why is the car running? Oh, because I I had to fix the exhaust, so I put heat wrap on it. But then you got to heat it up to to cure the the heat wrap. Oh. Hey, dewdrop. <laughs> right. So Gail was sneaking around outside. Slinking. She was slinking. She was slinking around. Just run out quick. Open up the passenger door and just flip the key. My wife's running out into the driveway naked. <laughs> All right. So anyway, sorry that we talked about guns, naked wife, my car, the exhaust. Back to the movie. Gail and Dewey are talking. Yep, and they are at the Manson house with uh, Putty and Gail too. I think everybody's there. Yeah. Well, not the director. No, director's almost her whole life away. father, she left Woodsboro. No one has any idea where she went or what she did. It's like she fell into a black hole, didn't she vanish? She fell into a black hole. So, <laughs> she an astronaut? A marine. And why these pictures at, at, at that point in her life? She's either an astronaut or a black hole salesman. That's true. So they're trying to look at the picture for clues. Yeah. And Dewey notices something. Yes. So he hobbles. <laughs> ah, there you go. So it's not the picture of her mother. It's the building. Yep. And they realize that Sydney's mom was in Hollywood. 28 years ago. For some reason. Yes, who knows? Motion light. Everything comes on. <laughs> That's perfect. 
That's great. Did you turn off the car? Okay. So my wife went out naked into the driveway to turn off the car. I'll tell you everybody. And we forgot that the motion lights in the driveway were turned on. So then the motion lights come on and illuminate everything. So now there's a spotlight on her and she's naked and my neighbor's on his porch. Oh, nice. But thankfully she turned off the car. It's only been idling for the last four hours. <laughs> oh! So Putty gets stabbed. Yep. And then he gets beat with a frying pan. That's it for Putty. So Putty's down. Now we're we got what four people left? Uh, yeah. Oh, easy there, snub nose. <laughs> yeah, he's got one too. It's the same gun; they just keep using it in different places. <laughs> wow, Dewey. Okay, so Gail Dewey. And the Scooby Gang, and he, and there's Putty and Zombie Putty. I don't know how the hell he's alive. Oh God, stop! But at least he was able to walk to the sidewalk to collapse. Yeah, now he's dead. Now he's dead. Oh, Dewey's going to whip his gun out some more. Start pointing it around. That's it. The lights go huh. out. So Dewey's like, everybody, get inside. So they all run inside. He's like, nobody panic. The lights go out, and they all scream. And Dewey's like, get outside. They should just get in the pool. This is true. Now everybody's back inside. The lights are off, but the fax is still working. Yeah. He must have just hit the breaker for the lights. Ah. So they're just faxing scripts. Yeah. And they're reading it like... As if this is what's going to happen. Oh no. Dollar General is fucked. Yep, he went back in. Yep. Oh my god. How? There's that much gas in the house? How did nobody smell that? Yeah, right? Like, that much gas to blow up the house like that? Yeah, most gas leaks, if they were even strong enough, would just blow out the doors. Right. You wouldn't have the actual house disintegrate like a missile hit it. Yeah, without uh, without smelling the gas. Yeah, like they would have, they would have been dizzy. 
Wow, great shot. Clumsy as fuck, but... So Dewey shoots Ghostface and then falls down the hill. Yep. Ghostface is now no longer there. No, he rolled away. Yeah, he rolled under the car. Somersault away. Cartwheeled out of there. Yes. You're out of bullets, Dewey. I was going to say, I didn't count his shots, but I think it was about five. Oh, shit. Dewey's been shot in the head. Put Nev Campbell in this one. What was she's that? like, I said it's it's near. They put Nev Campbell in this one because she's in it so little. Yeah. Who gave you a place to stay? Who are you supposed to be protecting? All right, now we're just all beating the piss out of each other. Yeah. So. Uh... Oh. We're missing the other guy, too. Which guy? Other girl, sorry. She looks like a man. She's got the short black hair. Oh. Her. Her. Angelina? Angelina. You know, Jolie. Oh, yes. Playing herself. Yes. So now they're thinking that she's the killer. Yes, because she showed up all by herself. Way over there. Somehow they didn't see the fucking 8 by 10 Yeah, another picture of Sydney's mom. But we know who killed Marine Prescott. Billy Loomis and Stu Mucker. I mean, they even told Sydney how they did it. Yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, you said in your book that Sydney got it wrong once before. She accused Cotton Weary of murdering her mother, and he was sent away for it. Maybe there is a third killer. Sydney might know something. I told you, I don't know. So now they're trying to rewrite part one. Yeah. That is for me to decide. I need to talk to her, Mr. Riley. She's a key element in this case. I have a press conference in an hour. I need to explain why there are three dead celebrities and a bodyguard. And a very angry mayor. Oh, the, the angry mayor. The mayor's angry. Oh, no. Uh, the mayor's breathing down my neck. It's her Topham hat. <laughs> what does this have to do with Sid? Who knows more about Maureen Prescott than her own daughter? Uh, probably her husband. Sir rape him, butt. Last night you were almost charcoal. You gonna help us or what? Last night you were almost charcoal. Is that a threat, detective? It's a threat. You'll know it. Was that a threat? Huh. Oh my god. Is that a threat? Do? I feel like if for someone, you should be able to find them. You shouldn't have to be like, hey, Dewey, where's Where's Sydney? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but of course, Sid just miraculously shows up at the fucking police station. There she is. Dewey's like a founder. Uh, 
No, I've been shot in the head. <laughs> Are you all right? Well, I'm still limping around, and I almost got blown up, and I fell down a cliff, but I'm all right. The old flipper's acting up. <laughs> that was a good dolphin sound, right? Yeah, that was good. He's a dolphin. Of course he is. Look at him. Eating his sardines. Jumping through hoops. I fucking hated that show. What, sardine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the knockoff of uh, Flipper. <laughs> Instead of a dolphin, it was a sardine. Yeah. Like Sydney is the kind of person that would make light of the murder situation, considering she like moved to like solitude and changed her name. Yeah, she's in like the witness protection program, and she's like, oh, you know, same old, same old. I would have to. I'd have to talk to a detective. If anybody out there is on the police force, is this what happens? They just have like civilians congregate in the office. Yeah, and discuss the case. Or a model because they look a lot like publicity stills. With the poster of "Kiss Me Deadly." Are you sure? Absolutely. Sydney's completely useless. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know anything. Can I go home now? <laughs> All right, so Sid said she wants to see the, the location of the picture. I know where you're going. Now keep an eye on Sydney. Yeah. I know where you're going. You're going to get her some flowers and candy, huh? Huh? Give me a break. Yeah, give me a cough. Keep your eye on her. I can't believe my mom never mentioned that she was at Hollywood. Yeah. Tell me that's his ex-girlfriend. I'll shoot myself. It's Martha Meeks, Randy's sister. Randy's sister. Oh, cool. All right, Randy's sister. So now we're gonna try to loop in some more of part one and two. Yep, by making up a character. Yep. <clears throat> Told you I'd make a movie someday. Huh? Oh my god. Well, yes, we're watching a videotape of Randy. Five these killings here at Windsor College. And that giving up my virginity to Karen Kolchek at the video store was probably not a good idea. Karen Kolchek? Yes, Karen Kolchek. Creepy Karen? Shut up. She's a sweet person, okay? We were working late, we were putting away some videos in the porno section, and, you know, shit happens. Fifteen minutes. My room too. Paul, fifteen minutes. I'm leaving my legacy. Fifteen minutes, Paul. Damn. Anyway, oh the reason I is to help you so that my death will not be. So, so they're watching a video that Randy made, and he's explaining that his death won't be in vain, and he's for real. 
this is how the kill happens, and this is what you have to think of. Yeah, he's explaining the rules of the horror movie. Yeah. And a preponderance of exposition, then the sequel rules do not apply. Because you are not dealing with the sequel. You are dealing with the concluding chapter of a trilogy. That's right. It's a rarity in the horror field, but it does exist. And it is a force to be reckoned with. Because true trilogies are all about going back to the beginning and discovering something that wasn't true from the get-go. God thought was true that wasn't true. So if it is a trilogy you are dealing with, here are some super trilogy rules. One, you got a killer who's going to be superhuman. Dewey's taking notes. Yeah. Basically, in the third one, you got to cryogenically freeze his head, decapitate him, or blow him up. Number two. Dewey's like, right, okay, so cryogenic freezing. I'm sorry. It's the final chapter. It could be fucking Reservoir Dogs by the time this thing is through. Number three. Reference to Reservoir Dogs. Yep. Whatever you think you know about the past, forget it. The past is not at rest. Any sins you think were committed in the past are about to break out and destroy you. So in closing, let me say, good luck, Godspeed. I'll see you soon. Because the rules say some of you ain't gonna make it. I didn't. Not if you're watching this tape. So we just so we could bring Randy into it, we made up his sister who is in Hollywood. She's an actress. She kind of looks like uh, an idiot. Mark from Home Improvement, <laughs> the youngest son. So yes, an idiot. Dewey became a, a white supremacist in this movie. Carved the SS into his fucking forehead. <laughs> Sunrise Archives Studios. That's where you Sunrise live. Studio. Yes, Sunrise Archives. Jeez, what the hell are you doing? Being your others. What the hell are you doing? I am. If you want someone's attention, why wouldn't you just say their name? Why would you come up behind them and grab them? Yeah, I never understood that. I just like go up and just be like, uh, "Excuse me, Gail." I don't think I've ever, ever once tried to get somebody's attention by tapping on their shoulder without announcing myself. Yeah. Or Unless you're intentionally trying to scare them. Correct. Correct. But, no, most of the time, like, if I'm at work and, like, I don't know, I need to talk to somebody and their back is turned to me, I'll stand at a reasonable distance. I'll be like, uh, hey, Alex, are you busy? <laughs> yeah. And he'll turn around and be like, oh, no, what's up? Yeah, rather than coming up behind somebody as quiet as possible and then grabbing them. Yeah. Hey. Now we've got some now we've got some sleuthy music. Yep, because they're going into the archives to try and figure out why Sydney's mom was here. Boy, we we don't see much Sydney in this film, and I feel like we don't see much ghost face either. Yeah. Hey, are you? No. But you look just like her. 
I've been hearing it all my life. It's uncanny. I was up for Princess Leia. I was this close. So who gets it? The one who sleeps with George Lucas. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring up a, a sore subject. <laughs> so Carrie Fisher is playing a Carrie Fisher lookalike. <laughs> Let me tell you who you look like. How about some information on Marine Roberts? I don't work for the cops, sweetie. I work for the studio. Really? Well, would you work for... Ooh, a 50. A <laughs> 50. Of the studio. $50? Who are you a reporter for? Woodsboro High? <laughs> it's worth two grand. Are you going to help Gal Weathers or not? <laughs> so they're trying to bribe Princess Leia into getting them this information. Yeah, I feel like somebody probably wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, here. They're never going to find her. Rena Reynolds, they will. Rena Reynolds, stage name. You should talk, Judy Jurgenstern. Judy Jurgenstern. <laughs> nice name. That's a great name. Amazombies, space. John Milton, the horror producer, those were his movies. Oh boy. So Sydney's mom was a an actress. An actress in B-list horror movies. Uh, of course. Of course. I really don't know now that like Sydney was like I, I don't know how my mom never I don't know why my mom never mentioned this. Like, why wouldn't I? Like, I knew that my dad was an actor since the fucking... Jesus, since I could fucking walk. So, yesterday? Yes. Yeah. But nevertheless, from the time I could walk. <laughs> I didn't say it was a long time. <laughs> but, like, I... A parent's Day in, like, fucking first or second grade... Yeah. Oh my God, Sydney Prescott. So Sydney finds this actress cowering in the toilet. Because she she saw her boot. She saw a boot step up. Boot. She saw a boot step up. Oh shit! And a ghost face ghost face mask. Well, if there's no movie, then no one would care if I took some souvenirs. Souvenirs. I may never win another role, so these may be my only memories, you know, of Hollywood. I know it's weird because it's your life and all, but I wanted to make you proud, Sydney. Bobby, to make you proud, Sydney. I would have been. Bobby's gonna make you so proud, Sydney. So very proud. So, Bobby so might be a big black man, but he could play a woman if he tries. <laughs> Bobby can do anything he sets his black dick to. I mean mine. I mean dick. <laughs> I got dick on the brain. Doc. So, so Sydney lets this actress go. Yes, she does. She doesn't detain her. Yep, she's not like this is strange. She's like, you know what? That's that's pretty sound logic. I buy it. You stole stuff from the set. Gotcha. A cell phone and a mask. 
<laughs> All right, so now Sydney's on the set of the movie. Yes, yeah, so she's back at the house from part one. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's a neat scene. The van and the jeep and the leaves. Yep, and the fucking siding. That piece of fence. <laughs> that mailbox. Yeah. That that stained glass window. I don't remember that. I don't I, I don't remember that. <laughs> Sydney's like, we didn't have a stained glass window in our house. <laughs> the garage door. I wonder if these sets were oh no because they shot on location for the first one yeah I was going to say if these sets were like still there at the back lot and they were like oh great let's reuse them Sid's room hot set hot set hot set hot set what does that mean that they're going to be filming yeah, I think it means it's in use. Gotcha. Look, a Creed poster. Yeah. <laughs> relationship, relationship, relationship. <laughs> Reliving the conversation that she had with Billy. When he broke into her room and wanted to molest her, and then her dad cock blocked him. Yeah. Apparently, the framing and it's very uneven in this house. The house is tilted. Yeah. Well, they also used it in the movie Earthquake, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Night of the Crooked House. Yes. Like, wait a minute. That worked when I was younger. And it works now. And Sydney's armed with her pepper spray. Her pepper her pepper flashlight. Pepper light. Her flashlight spray. <laughs> Mists light into somebody's eyes. Oh, and now she's having horrible flashbacks, and there's Ghostface. Through the oh. catering table. My God. <laughs> my, my God. Out of plate glass window through a table, King. <laughs> and she punches him in the face and gets away. Yep. Oh, there's ghost face everywhere. So many people are in on this. She's like, take this, loser. I know this house. It's mine. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, there was a floor here when I was younger. I don't remember that. It's just a set. We don't use that room. It's a hot set. Hot set. Nope. Ghostface got thrown on the bed. Yep. From 15 feet up. She's like, son of a bitch. Nay! 
It's going to be the girl from the bathroom. Oh, bathroom girl. Yes. Like in The Shining? Of course. Bathtub lady. Ah, Bathtub ah, ah, granny. Ah. I can't protect you, Sydney. I'm not Sydney. That woman was a slut back or flashed her shit all over town. With no sharing stuff. Oh god. Oh my god. It's Bob. Yeah, it's Bob, minus the glasses. Yes. Or it's... <laughs> Tina. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dewey just slaps her. You weren't supposed to go in house. You weren't... You weren't supposed to go in there. It's off limits. <laughs> it's kind of your fault that all this is happening. You went into oh. a restricted area. It's a hot set. Uh. <laughs> it's a hot set. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, are you having a stroke? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Took the mask or you stole the mask? I took it as like a souvenir. Don't look at me, I didn't take shit. No, you did, black man. Oh, <laughs> you're LA shit your whole life. They're LA cops. It doesn't matter what you say, you're wrong. Yeah. You're going to get beaten with a lamppost. I was going to say, they're just like, all right, that's enough out of you, Rodney King. <laughs> you leave this innocent white woman alone. Doo-doo. Come on, we have to go. <laughs> hey, doo-doo. <laughs> Cindy's mother was an actress. Three movies. Horror movies. You want to know who produced all three? But they killed my cast. You know, nobody's going to want to work with me. So I was reading that the, uh, they... This character. Why me? What? John, what did we do wrong? Hollywood. Say that again. They had originally thought of using Wes, John Milton character, the the director. Oh, okay. They would have come into here, and there sits Wes Craven. Wes Craven appeared earlier in the movie. Oh, shit, I didn't even catch it. He was walking behind Jay and Silent Bob. Dingus. What? I said you didn't point it out, Sid. So you knew oh. You Stone Cold Steve Austin was considered for the role of Steve Stone. Oh, yeah? That's what it says. <laughs> I don't know who Stephen Stone is. Now, I don't know the names of any of these characters. I remember. She was a bit player in a couple of my movies. 
She was a bitch. Story of her murder. You're obsessed with her, and you're obsessed with her daughter. Easy, Geraldo. You guys getting at? I make horror films. That's what I do. The studio came to me for staff. They came to me. Check it out. But you knew who she was. When we did the first stab, I realized I'd known Maureen Prescott before. I mean, this Rena. I couldn't tell anyone. Can you imagine the press? And now? I mean, murders on your set, and still you say nothing? Get real. That would make me. There's a poster for Stab and Stab 2 in the background. Yes, I saw that, and I was like, man, I don't remember Stab 2. No. I don't think I've ever seen it. well known for my parties men who knew what they were it was for girls like her to meet men men who could get them parts if they made the right impression nothing happened to her that she didn't invite in one way or another no matter what she said afterwards are you saying she... i'm saying things got out of hand maybe they did take advantage of her you know maybe the sad truth is this is not the city for innocence no charges were brought so Sydney's mom came out and got what, like raped? Well, it's it's that typical Hollywood story that like, oh, you want to be a star? Well, how about you come up to my hotel room? Yeah, you know. What, so why does he have a diving board outside his window? Why not? Maybe he likes to high dive. Maybe he onto likes the to sidewalk. High, <laughs> high sky dive. <laughs> the sky high dive. The picture in the background looks like the Zodiac drawing. Oh, yeah. The one to the left, if it had glasses. Yeah. Did you request this case? No, they tend to put me on the ones that deal with the business. I grew up here, and I know my way around the studios. You've been saying beautiful place, beautiful people. To me, Hollywood is about death. But yeah, so anyway, uh, Sydney's mom was an actress and probably did some unsavory things to get some roles and perhaps was taken advantage of. The violence that people do to each other. You get haunted. If you know about that. So is the policeman like hitting on Sydney? I have no idea. I think Joel Osteen just wants her money. <laughs> he wants her honey? Yes. The sweet, sweet nectar. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a soul eater. (laughs) He's coming off as kind of creepy. Yeah, definitely. He's like like Sam's quality Sean Penn. Yes, that's what I thought, too. When I saw him, I was like, oh, God, it's like Dollar General Sean Penn. Or Joel Osteen. It's if Joel Osteen and Sean Penn had sex. Sean (laughs) Pennstein. Shoal Penstein. Shoal Penstein. Wow, there's a Jewish name if I've ever heard of it. Hi, my name's Shoal. Shoal Penstein. <laughs> Whatever this guy's name is, he would he would make a very good young Willem Dafoe. If you look at him. Well, it, 
if you ever needed a like Willem Dafoe back, you know, if you had a look, you know who she was to you. I mean, you'd have to fuck up his teeth massively, but Willem Dafostein. There you go. Joelum Dafostein. Sholem Dafostein. All right, so I don't even know what the hell just transpired here. They're talking about something. They kind of had like a little bit of a heart to heart, it seemed like. Dick to dick. Yeah. They're docking. What's your favorite scary movie? Showgirls. Let me lick your face. (laughs) (laughs) The nectar. Give me the nectar. So she asked, what's your favorite scary movie? And what did he say? My life. My life. (laughs) Well. That's when he's just like, the one that's written about your family and friends being murdered. (laughs) Really like it. You ever see Stab? You ever see Stab? Oh, it's so good. It's about this fucking bitch. Not so sure that's a good it's idea. Okay. No. Kincaid's with me. I've got official big time LAPD protection. <laughs> but I'd feel better if you were there. We're on our <laughs> way, but still, sit. Thanks. The LAPD are with me. However, I'd feel better if you were there, you lame, no longer deputy. <laughs> you lame duck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very odd conversation that, like, she didn't even. It was very one sided. Hey, I'm going here. Oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. No, it's fine. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> I, I think it was the killer. Yeah. Doing Sydney's voice, trying to get them all to this yeah. uh, school from H2O. Yes. Like I'm Gail and she's Gail. Sydney Prescott? Yeah. No, I never invite her here. She's on her way. Well, the more the merrier. old Hollywood. Yeah. Could the dude have more money? Supposedly, Milton has a secret screening room that was like the scene back in the 70s. You know, it was like drinks and drugs and girls and movies and shit. Wow. So this is uh, the producer's house. Yeah, this, yeah. I'm going to go uh, check this place out. The, the John Milton guy, the, the old man. Bishop. Yes, Bishop. Around this gigantic mansion. Have you ever actually seen this dad movie? Every time this dude enters a room, he ends up a goddamn shish kebab. I'll go with you, Armin. There we go. You guys want to come? It'll be okay. We're going to stick together. So they're going to go explore this house. We'll be right back. Oh, shit. They said they'll be right back. Nope. If you were a screening room, where would you be? You're not coming back. Maybe in a bag. There are so many candles left. Yeah, he must have a candle thing. Like a fetish? Yeah, you could say that. Like a cheese. Do they make trampolines that could support you? Yes. Oh. Asshole. Oh, there's face. Yep. Oh, it's on a, on a dummy. Hi there. Don 
an alien. Mm. You know, what you look like without makeup, Jennifer. Mm. Stop pretending I wasn't the best you've ever had. Oh, stop Some pretending I don't remember. Stop pretending! I want a coffin. You have a coffin. I do. A used coffin, too. There's a very scary man in there. He looked nervous when he opened it. Like, dude, you're in a like a prop cellar. What are you nervous about? Yeah. I'd be like, this is so cool. Oh, my God, look at this. Yeah, I know, right? I wouldn't be walking around quiet. I'd be, like, bursting at the fucking seams. Yeah. Use caller ID. Use it and press send. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know what that... Uh, <laughs> anybody that had cell phones back in 2000, please explain that. All right, so they found a phone and a voice changer and the ghost and, face. And yes. Is this what he... But ghost face, his bones are gone. He's... he's, he's got our voices. He took his skin off. I love it. It's on that voice changer. It has everybody's voice. How do you even do that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's got all of us on here. You would have to, like, sample somebody's voice and then be able to like adapt it to whatever's being said. Yeah. We gotta get out of here. Where's Angelina? I don't know. She went in here, I came in after, now she's gone. Great. What's wrong? You'd you'd have better it's more believable if you found the laptop and then you hit play and it's like pre recorded messages of people's voices and you literally just took samples of them saying things. Yeah. And and broke it up into a sentence that you need them to say. Yep. preloaded like oh this this will make me sound like this person and this person <laughs> so well that it fools their friends and family and spouses yeah All right now Gail's wandering around the basement yep Roman? Gail's found the spooky coffin too And Roman's dead inside the coffin. Roman's dead. I wonder if the Roman director name is a nod to Roman Polanski. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Your doo doo scared me. <laughs> God, this bitch just jumps out of everywhere. Oh yeah. What? The killer's here. What? Come on. Go get out of here. Make a lead and sing along. Listen to me. Uh-oh. Not fuck that pig Milton to get a leading role just to die here with second-rate celebrities like you do. Huh. All right. All right. 
because she's a pig fucker. Oh, and that's it. It's a very long death scene. So Gale 1 is now with Gale 2. Oh, bye. <laughs> that's a cool scene. I like yeah. that body drag. Yep. So Sydney 2 is dead. Yep. Now we've got Gale 1 and Gale 2. Dewey won. You got Roman and Angelina too. We'll be safe if we stick together, won't we? Of course. Why? why? That's a bulky. That's a very bulky ghost face. Yeah. Who had jumped in and I was like, "What? That guy's built like me." Beating the shit out of Dewey. Yeah. And Stab. then he just stabbed Bishop. Yep. Oh wow! Wow. He's very resilient, too. Broke a vase over his head, didn't even flinch. Yeah. Oh, now Gale, too, went into a secret wine cellar. Yeah. Bishop's running down the stairs. Keep running, Bishop. Keep running. It's almost the end of the movie. Oh. Broken neck. Got the rug pulled out from under him. Now he's just being whipped around. My God, over the banister! Now she's going down into a dungeon. Going down the chimney. Oh, but there's another ghost face in the chimney. He's downstairs now. It's the Christmas ghost face. It is. The ghost face of Christmas past. (laughs) Oh, now this is a re a recreation of uh wasn't this in uh this was in two with like the soundproof glass yeah. and Yeah, it's it's kinda creepy. The the bedroom has two way glass. Th- yeah. The mirror's moving. Stand back, Gail. You can't come out of the killer's stand free! Oh, that's it. Alright, so now Gale 2 is dead. Yep. By Ghostface 2. I don't know why Dewey didn't just shoot one of those and run in. Yeah. It's Dewey, that's why. If he hadn't have taken the time to shoot them all, he probably could have saved her. Yeah, or just shot the one that was moving and just shot up at the top. Yeah. Chances are, the person, the person, if they're banging for help, isn't eight feet tall. Unless it's giant Gonzalez in there. Ooh, this is true. In his hairy suit. So now, Harry Gale Weathers and Beefy Ghostface have tumbled down the stairs. He's been decaffeinated. (laughs) He's no longer sugary. Jack and Jill what now? I I said a la Jack and Jill. Oh. They They went tumbling down. A la mode. Hi, Alla Jack and Jill. So Ghostface appears to be unconscious. (laughs) 
Just having a little bit of an arm spasm. Yeah. Hello? It's Squidward. I'm trapped. There's a door in the kitchen. Hurry. Gail, I don't remember how to use the doorknob. Does it turn? Is it? <laughs> just, just turn it and pull. Oh, pull. Okay, I tried to push. <laughs> oh, good job! Wow! Oh my god! Oh my god! So the killer. The killer, the knife, like a javelin, and the handle hits Dewey in the head and knocks him out. Knocks him out, and Dewey goes falling down the steps. And then the killer pulls out a second knife and back at LAPD. We're having a pizza party, and Sydney's just chilling in the fucking. She's just chilling. Yep, she's got her feet up on the detective's desk. Again, is this what happens? I don't have any. Like cop detective friends. No. Now Sydney finds a folder of herself. All naked pictures of Sydney. <laughs> like penises, like like it's her face on like a very muscular hung man. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is this? I'd make a pretty good looking guy. <laughs> It'd be interesting to pause the movie and read the, Hello? Hello? like read the the newspaper things. Oh yeah. Calling. Uh, who's calling? There's a book on the desk there that says "Write it, sell it." Write it, sell it. Call me back. I can only hear myself. I only hear you too, Sydney. The killer calls her at the police station. It's a very odd placement for an outlet. <laughs> it was halfway up the door frame. <laughs> Once again, she's just like wandering through offices. Yeah, you think the police no, station would be a little more strict. Yeah, like uh, you can't go in there. So now the killer's basically trying to negotiate with her. Yeah. Where? I'll call you. 
where am I going? I'll call you when you're on your way. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> How do I know which way to start going? <laughs> so she's rummaging through the detective detective's desk now. Ah, yes. As if we couldn't find a smaller gun. Yes. She's like, that thirty-eight special, that's not gonna do for this. I need heavy firepower. (laughs) Where's my stepping pistol? I need this three millimeter pistol. (laughs) Sydney's just like, huh, dead body. How about that? Yeah. That's the she's, black guy. Can't get too upset. She's so numb to it anymore. Yeah. Welcome to the final act. See that metal detector? Use it. Shove it up your butt. <laughs> All over Sydney. He's like, I don't care if it's going off air. What's your pussy sound like? (laughs) Throw it in the pool. Now come inside, Sydney. Yeah, but wasn't it going off at her chest? How do I know they're not dead already? I think it was her necklace. Oh, okay. Her Greek letters. Yes. Okay, B. Okay, B. Okay, B. <laughs> okay, B. Akba. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was part of a sorority. What sorority? Akba. <laughs> Indaba. 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 <laughs> she rips off the duct tape and Dewey's fucking mustache comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now the now he's got a red knife. Think again. He's like chunky. Try to scream, asshole. It's your turn to scream, asshole. So there we go. So now she just shot him like five times. Oh, she's nice and gentle with Gail's duct tape. Yeah, she doesn't take Gail's mustache. Ghostface is gone, of course. Oh, that's it. Maybe that's why he was so bulky. He was wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, Joe Austin. I heard shots. Just in time. He's like, there's a big house here. I assume this person had money. Do you have time to listen about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> wow, he's getting pushy. He's going door to door with a gun now.
Oh, Joel Austin gets it. And Sydney takes a header into the chair. Yeah, not only does he throw Sydney headfirst into the chair, but he gets stabbed. Yep, good job. Worthless. I'm trying to shoot her! <laughs> ah, good job. I mean, wouldn't the killer just, like, at this point, just kill Gale and Dewey just for the hell of killing them? Yeah, you would think so. Okay, fuck it. Oh, so now she sees a light in the cupboard. She's gonna be like the Indian. The Indian in the cupboard. Pull the secret book! She's like, oh, come on, it's gotta be one of these. myself in this air airtight safe. I'll never get out. <laughs> so it's like this whole movie focused around other people and then at the end they're like, alright, now let's make it about Sydney. Yep. So there's a video of Sydney's mom playing. With. Oh, there's Bob. Now, is is she hearing this in her head, or is it actually being played? I think it's probably the voice changer. Oh, yep, there you go. So, wow, he was even able to recreate the voice of a dead person. Yep. Where's my beer, Bob? Huh. <laughs> What? But he doesn't have the voice changer up now. So how's he sound like Ghostface without the voice changer? Well, you were right about the bulletproof vest. Yep. The other half of you. I searched for a mother too. An actress named Rena Reynolds. Tried to find her my whole life. And four years ago, I actually dragged her down. Knocked at her door, thinking she'd welcome me with open arms, but she had a new life and a new name, Maureen Prescott. You were the so this is this is Sydney's a, supposedly half sibling. Yep. And it's the Roman. director. And brother. Slammed the door in my face, and she said I was Rena's child, and Rena was dead. And it struck me. What a good idea. Okay, so now we know who the killer is. Yep. The killer is Sydney's half brother, who her mom. Seems Maureen. Left. Left. Her mom got pregnant when she was in Hollywood under her actress name, and then. And then dumped the baby and then moved away, started her life over. Then he found her and she was like, well, that was a different person. I, you know, you're not welcome here. So he murdered her. In case you get caught, find someone to frame. 
So he murdered her, but then Billy was like, I murdered her because she broke up my family. Yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. I direct. I had no idea they were going to make a film of their own. What a film it turned out to be, huh? Introducing Sydney, the victim. Sydney, the survivor. I remember the first time I saw this. Yeah. And he took the ghost mask off. I didn't recognize who it was. Oh, yeah. It's it. That reveal right there. The reveal that they just did is the same reveal of Roy in part five. Yes. The mask exactly. comes off and it's like, who is that? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you're like, oh, it's just some random guy. And they're like, it was the ambulance driver. And you're like, oh, it was the ambulance driver. Okay. Well, good thing you told me because I never would have figured it out. Yeah. Here he is. The man who gave away your mother's innocence. What he did to her made her a slut, didn't it? Huh? She never recovered from that night right here in this room. They fucked her three ways from Sunday. Ruined her life. No, not three ways from Sunday. Huh. You hate him, well, I mean, there's still four other ways to do it. I'm sure you Oh, and he has Bishop all tied up and taped up. Yes. Because I think that's his father. Oh, is that the father? Yeah, he's like a rape baby. His lifeless, mutilated corpse. What? Can't baby rape. To this room, just tell me what you want. I can make it happen. Any picture, name your budget, script approval, final cut. I already have it. Oh, that's it. Oh man, we murdered Milton Berle. That's it for him. You did it all. You did it. You killed them all, even your closest friends. They're on my television. I, I, I know. Why? Uh, that's just what's playing in the background. They're very handsome. And who's our hero, huh? The sole survivor. Who's the one who bravely faced down the psychopath and killed her with her own knife? You're gonna pay for the life you stole from me. So now we're f- somehow we framed Sydney for all this. He's he's gonna frame Sydney. Why don't you stop your whining and get on with it? I've heard this shit before. Stop! You know why you kill people, Roman? Do you? Don't want to hear it. Because you choose to. There is no one else to blame. Damn it, fucking damn it! Why don't you take some fucking responsibility? Fuck you! Fuck you! She's gonna she's gonna Colonel Mustard him. Oh yes, yes. In this, in the secret viewing room with the candlestick. was Colonel Mustard in the anus. So wait, who was the other ghost face? What other ghost face? Remember when, like, ghost face came from, like, there was the ghost face upstairs and then she went downstairs and he was there? I think it was the same ghost face. I just don't think they gave an explanation of how he moved around so fast. Gotcha. Maybe they're just hoping that you would... Viewers would just go with like the secret rooms and secret passage idea. Maybe, yeah. I I didn't buy it. No, it seemed like a second ghost face. Yeah, like it happened way too quick. I like how he's just beating her up. Why don't you just murder her? Or I don't know, whatever you have to do. Do 
<laughs> Dewey, do something. He said, don't worry, I have tweezers. <laughs> I'll pluck his eyebrows. Well, that, that wouldn't happen. Well, maybe in like an old school, like 70s house, but typically it would just trip the breaker. <laughs> Dewey jams the tweezers into the electrical outlet. Yeah. <laughs> Kills himself. And then Gail is able to pick the lock. Gail's going to assassinate Lincoln. Yeah, I was, oh, Joel oh, wait, Osteen. No, it's Joel Osteen. I was going to say, it's like a little flintlock pistol he's got. He's got a Derringer. The guns are getting <laughs> smaller and smaller. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Just beats the fuck out of him. Was that a chair he hit him with? Yeah. My God, with the wooden chair. King, he's out cold. Hey. Lose something. Sounds. So, Lose something. Found something. <laughs> he shoots Sydney with the Derringer. Shoots her twice. Twice. Because that's all the shots that you have. That's it, yeah. Two shot. So I still don't understand so he's how he's uh how he's framing her. He's gonna say she did it. Oh gotcha. That's it. Just just that simple. Yeah, word of mouth. Sydney did it. Oh, well, that's, that's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to make him a drink. She's getting the ice bucket. I like how like how loud they are. Aren't you like trying to like creep up on the killer so it doesn't murder your friend or something? Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> Star six nine. So Sydney stabbed. She calls his cell phone and it threw him off. Oh, and Sydney's wearing a bulletproof vest too. Everybody's wearing bulletproof vests. Mother's dead. There's nothing you can do about that. I still gotta make my move. Step three, right? She stabs him in the chest with the ice pick. Ice pick? I think that's what it was. The Pice Ick. <laughs> and Dewey shoots Sydney. <laughs> oh my god, she was the killer the whole time. <laughs> now she wants him to be her brother. Oh, of course. But she realized she just killed him, so it's too late. 
just like, oh, my bad. Be careful, Sid. Brittany said the killer's always superhuman. Yeah, well, he wasn't superhuman, do he? Or he was. Oh, so that's how they explain the superhuman. He was wearing a bulletproof vest so he could just keep getting shot. Yep, and Dewey shoots him in the head after being yelled at by Sydney. Head, <laughs> head. Shoot her! I'm trying to shoot her! That's circle. <laughs> Alright, so the killer is dead. And it looks like we're back to Sydney's house. Yes. The compound. The dew pound. And like... Now we, like, all live together as a family. It's like friends. <laughs> look, look, it's it's like a, I don't know. <laughs> I found this book. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to read. Can you read this to me? <laughs> it's Madeline. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> She's like, you ruined my fucking book. <laughs> She's like, you cut out my fucking book? <laughs> so there's an engagement ring in the book. And she's like, Dewey. No. <laughs> For the eighteenth time, I'm gay. <laughs> you think you do? <laughs> You're a brave man, Dewey Riley. Dewey Riley. You're a gay man, Dewey Riley. <laughs> So I'm assuming this is a yes, because she kisses him, <laughs> hugs him no. tenderly in her nighty, <laughs> and she's like, "I'll take the ring, but I, I, I don't want to marry you." I'll take the ring as long as I never have to see you again. <laughs> I'll take it as a parting gift. <laughs> oh, look at that! Now she opens up the gates because now she's free, and and she can live her life. You'd think by this point she'd be really paranoid because yes, now she's I, faced yep. like three different ghost faces who are trying to kill her. That's exactly what I was thinking. I would be more paranoid now than ever. Like, like well, Jesus, who's going to be the next one? Yeah, now who's going to try to kill me? We're going to start a movie. What kind of movie? You have to come and see. What, what is, we're all like best friends now. We all live together. Like, like the detectives just hanging out at the house. Yeah. I feel like the detective would have had, like, a wife and kids. Yeah, or something. And the door opens, and she's like, ah, it's fine. 
It's just a ghost. <laughs> She's like, I could leave it open now. Uh, That's it. It was, a, it was entertaining. But only entertaining because I'm making fun of it. Yeah. Watching it, I, I, if I was to watch, like, seriously, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, the story is a real stretch. Yeah. It was like it's they a, couldn't come up with anything. Yeah. I, I've never, ever really been a fan of movies that spin an original into something else. Yeah. Um. Now, obviously, like, I'm, I'm okay with, I'm okay with the spin. Can I turn the sound? Like, I'm okay with the spin on, like, Halloween 2. How it kind of expands the original Halloween and Lori is actually Michael's sister. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay with how it's now he's after Jamie, who's Lori's daughter that we didn't know that she had. And now he's still after Jamie because he has to, he's got this evil inside him. And now he's after Jamie's baby because he has to kill his entire family. And now Lori's back because she's in the witness protection program. But Jamie now never existed and she has a son. Yeah. Like movies just get more convoluted. Yeah, constantly trying to change your story to fit a new movie. Yep. Like, I don't know. I I don't feel like you you had to do it this way. You could have just... It could have just been a copycat killer. Uh, And I think that would have been better. And I think if you made that, made it like a movie like that, and it was... It was just a constant... So it's always the same premise. Ghostface is out killing people. But it's constantly like, well, who the fuck is it? Who's the copycat? Why are they doing it? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Which I don't think there's any movies like that. No. Except not that, really. uh, that, that series. But that one that you showed me... Where the guy's like, I want to go down in history, like Jason. Oh, behind the mask. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not, not, not really great. No, there's just, it's boring too. Yeah. It's like, it's very drawn out. Yeah. Very, which sounds so stupid to say this very story oriented. Yeah, like, there's, there's really a gotta lot pay of attention. dialogue and yeah, and for a horror movie, I don't want a lot of dialogue. No, and that's why I like the first scream so much is because it's simple. Yep. Yeah, like yo, did you hear so and so got murdered last night? Are you kidding me? And like, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just worked. Yeah. And yeah, every to... every scene in the original scream is Ghostface attacking somebody somewhere. Yeah. You have very few, like, just dialogue scenes. And then in this movie, there was so much, like, investigation. 
Yeah, it was. Well, now we're in the archives going through paperwork. <laughs> like, oh, how oh, exciting. Oh. <laughs> That's what I want to watch. Yeah, it was it was more of like a more of a who done it than a murder mystery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it was like a detective movie. Yeah. Uh, well, folks. So that's it. Uh, the first assistant director was Rosemary Cremona. The lovely yeah. Cremona. Cremona will hold the ball. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> this is my cooking show, Drew. <laughs> Drew, come back. I just want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Night Lights by BB. Bluff. Oh, Marshall Plum. Yes. Um. So yeah. Anyway, that's Scream Three. So uh, next up, we'll uh, we will be uh, releasing the last and final Scream. Yeah, Scream Four, which Scream I've, four, seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it twice. I saw it in theaters when it came out, and I may have watched it one other time. I, I, I didn't. It, I didn't I even know. I saw know. It on opening day. According to this, they use Static X, System of a Down. I saw that. I didn't hear any of those songs. Yeah, me neither. In this movie. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't pull them out. Yeah, they. I didn't see the Static X, but I saw that they did uh, Spiders. Yeah. Ghost Face Mask is still under license from Fun World. What animal action was in this movie? Uh, Sydney's dog. Oh, that's right. Um, but what was I going to say? Yeah, I didn't even know when Scream 4 came out. Like, I I hadn't heard anything about it coming out in theaters or being developed. I was at Walmart one day, and it was on the DVD rack. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, shit, Scream yeah, 4, yeah, when yeah. did that happen? And I bought the DVD. Yeah. I remember when it came out. I was with uh, I was with Tiff at the time, and uh, she wasn't big into horror, but she loved the fucking Scream series. Hmm. And so we went out and saw it opening day. Uh, I want to say down in Stroudsburg, and she fucking loved it. She was like, "Boxmore oh Cinemas, so good." Uh, no, it was uh, the Strad Mall. Oh, uh, okay. God, I haven't been to Fox. I don't even know if Foxmore Cinemas is still around. I think yes, it's still it is. there. It is. Man, yeah. I'm going to have to fucking see what's playing there and just go there one day. Yeah. I'm sure I'll have the whole fucking place to myself. We saw Freddy versus Jason there. Did we really? Yeah, we did. God, I don't remember that. Yeah. Who drove us? Joyce? Joyce. Yep. Was Alicia with us? No. It was no. uh, me, you, and Bailey. Okay. I believe. Oh, I don't remember that. Yep. I mean, it obviously doesn't surprise me. I bet you, yeah, it probably was Bailey because he was, I remember he was really into that fucking movie when it was coming out. Yep. Yeah, I think we, we went on like opening night. That sounds like us. Yeah. Ooh. And soon we will go on opening night to see Halloween Kills. That's right. So we've got Halloween uh, Kills in October. Yep. 
um, which we will be going to see. And we're going to do a mini podcast on it. Um, I know we've already spoken about it, but what we're doing is uh, we're going to watch it and we'll take our notes and then pretty much from like the parking lot. <laughs> right. Gonna... We'll, we'll record a, a podcast about it. Yeah. Yep. Now that comes out uh, October, October 15th. 15th. Okay. Yep. And then uh, Candyman comes out this month. Yes. So we'll have to. Uh... <sighs> I'd really like to do that, too. Yeah, so would I. Candyman I if, starts be, in theaters on the 27th. Maybe it'll be released on like HBO Max or something. Yeah, we'd have to see because you have that, don't you? I do. And does that stream from two devices at once? Probably not, but we can try it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Stream from two devices at once. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because then we, thinking... can, we can just watch it on there if they release it on there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to keep our eyes peeled. Yeah. So that's that's uh, the two big ones coming up. They still haven't announced if Texas Chainsaw is going to be coming out anytime soon. Fucking cocksuckers! It's supposed <laughs> to come out. It's supposed to come out this year. Goddamn it! Yeah, but I mean, considering it's already August and there's no trailer. Yes, nothing. And no release date. I'm assuming it's not going to come out until next year. Is there even any new news about it? No. Nothing. Nope. It's been several months since they've released any new information on it. God. It just sucks. Yeah. But yeah, we'll finish this up with Scream 4. Yep. And then see where we want to go from there. Yeah, we've got a... The world is our oyster. The world is a vampire. It is? Uh, I mean, it can be. It is? <laughs> it does? You do? Let's see. So we've got, uh, we've got the Hellraisers. Right. That'll be a lengthy one. We've got the, uh, the Of the From Deads. The Daddy. Oh, Of the Deads. Yeah. Night, Day, Dawn, Land, Foreskin. Diary. And then if we want to, obviously, there's like all the remakes as well. Diarrhea? Diarrhea of the dead. Oh. Diarrhea of the grandma. So there would be, we would we would end up watching, what, three, yeah, three Night of the Living Deads. Because there's the 68, the 1990, then the 2006. If, if there's another one in 2006? Yeah, it's with Sid Haig. Oh, I didn't it's even it, know it's that. It's Night of the Living Dead 3D. Oh, Okay. And I don't know if it really, you know what? We're, we're here. I right, go. Yeah. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna load it up and uh, take a wee look. Oh, who's who's the other guy who's in uh, Rob Zombie movies? Uh, Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. I saw a movie with him. And Kane Hodder. What movie is that? There's uh, where they're like, uh, I don't want to say it's called Wrecker, but I feel like it's called Wrecker. They're, oh no, they're, they drive an ambulance. Oh no, that's not the one. There's one where they drive an ambulance. That's a more recent one, isn't it? Yeah. Because I saw a movie with Bill Mosley and it was much older Oh, is that Look the? Sh- 
This is this is the 2006. Oh God. Look how shitty it looks. It looks like a home movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. Who the fuck directed that? Oh my God, it looks awful. Who's... Oh boy. I know that Sid Haig's in it, though. There he is. Yep. Okay, so two things with Bill Mosley. So the movie I watched, is that Gilbert Grape? No, it was Gilbert Godfrey. Oh. The the movie I watched with Get him in Gilbert it straight. was uh, Repo, the genetic opera. I don't think I saw that. You don't don't bother. Wait, which one's that? It's it's the musical. Is it with him and Oh, it's a musical? Yeah. No, it's, I didn't see that one. It's not good. Okay. The one that I saw with him is it's him and Kane Hodder, and their dad was an ambulance driver. Yeah, I've, I've seen the previews for that one. It really wasn't bad. So, like, dad's a, an ambulance driver, but, like, dad would, like, fuck the women in pain and then put them in the, the ambulance or he'd get there and he'd fucking kill them. And then he'd bring them to the morgue and be like, ah, she was dead at the scene. Yeah. But he would bring the, bring Bill Mosley and Kane Hodder, their brothers. He would bring them along and they would watch their dad do these things. And then they grow up and then they start doing the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Kane Hodder is like, a big fucking mute retard. Really? Yeah, and Bill Mosley's the he's like the mouth of the two, which doesn't surprise me. Now, did you know Bill Mosley was the singer in a metal band? No. Okay, so Bill Mosley was the singer for the band Cornbugs, which wrote music about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and the guitarist was Buckethead. Wow. I have never heard of that before, and I'm a really big Buckethead fan. Yeah, and we're both musicians. Cornbugs was an American avant-garde metal band formed in 1995, comprising vocalist Bill Chop Top Mosley, guitarist Buckethead, drummer Pinchface, and keyboardist Travis Dickerson. The band released five albums. It doesn't say anything about a bassist. They were like the Doors. Five albums, two DVDs, three compilation albums. The songs were heavily inspired by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, and its sequel, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, 1986. All right, well, here we go. Corn bugs, meat, rotten meat. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so him. I can't hear it. Hold on. Get on it. Should be worth oh. <laughs> Got it? Yeah. Put some lard on my hair. Make it smell good. Get that crown of flies. That always attracts a girl. Fuck. I'm just gonna turn this up for everybody else. Get out on the old barn floor. Because we're still recording. Oh yeah. Do my personal favorite. It's called Meat Rotten Meat. Well, I am a rapper. <laughs> when did 
these Clippers. albums come out? Uh, Mid nineties, I believe. And I'm a jabber and a whippersnapper and a crapper. <laughs> Pigs are people too. <laughs> Eight minutes long. My God. God. Here's no favorite of ours. Something we used to do when we were cleaning out the hogs pen. <laughs> Be broiling a. Watch him cry when that knife goes across the the throat of that shoat. Yeah, you know. Now we've moved into the city. What the fuck? <laughs> he goes up there to get scorched. Oh, my God. It, uh, well, I know what I'm going to be listening to on my way to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heather's going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to check these out, too. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very odd. Yeah. But then well, again, it's, it's with what it I would Bill, expect. Yeah, I was going to say Bill Mosley and Buckethead. Yep. Especially like how it's, you know, he's supposed to be Chop Top. Yeah. So it really doesn't surprise me if it was Chop Top in a band with Buckethead and that's what it sounded like. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. All right. Well, that's a, that's a hell of a way to end an episode. That is, yeah. Boy. There's a little uh, little gem for you, folks. I hope Corn somebody's bugs. still listening. Yeah, doubt it. <laughs> Corn bugs. Corn bugs. Corn bugs. <laughs>